So, I know you're aching to know, Chris. What is pissing you off today? What's 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 who's on your shit list today? I've been thinking that all day. I guarantee you, absolutely nobody is going to have this list. Aside from maybe one, I don't think that I, I guarantee you a lot of people are going to hear this list and go, "What?" The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas, and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Broke Rider Dave. How's everyone doing today? We had enough optimism last episode. Enough of Dave bringing in his light-hearted, this is my favorite foreign horror movies, now it's time to talk about what pisses Chris off. Hashtag Chris hates. Hashtag Chris hates, and what do I hate today? I hate endings. I hate God bad endings. damn bad endings. Bad endings to... Now, like I said, making a top 10 is hard because I guarantee you I'm going to finish this episode and then I'm going to think, wow, I should have added at least this one or this one. So many other movies are probably going to come at me. But you know what? As of right now, these were the ones that popped out initially. So these make the list. All right, man. I'm excited about this list because... Last time I knew the movies you were going to talk about. This time I don't know the list at all, so that's exciting. And and I'll explain why in each one, because yeah. some of these are going to be like, why? Um, some of these re-reviewed. Um, all right. So I'm going to get the one that everybody can unanimously agree on out of the way first. And it's not that it's the worst one. It's just the one that I know everybody would agree with me on. So number 10 would be Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Okay. Now, I've been on record for kind of defending the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, that's the one thing I hate. Fuck that I, remake. I, I've i been the first one to say I think Jackie Earl Haley was a good pick. I, I think that um, there's some shots that I thought were pretty good. Some instances were pretty... He was pretty intimidating, but... The reason why it makes my list is because it had an opportunity to do its own thing and to it had a twist that I thought was going to be a very interesting one, which was Freddy being a man that was falsely accused. And I was watching the movie and I thought, wow, that is actually pretty interesting. It's doing its own thing. It's a new way to tell the Freddy story. It's its own thing. It would have been a better story that way. It would have been a cooler story. You could have introduced a different character, maybe somebody who knew Freddy and when he was alive and yeah. and who knew he was an innocent man. You could have you could have just basically tried to do a completely different thing. But then, nope, uh, turns out Freddy Krueger was a pedophile, which at this point, if I'm not mistaken, had only been insinuated, but never actually proven that he was yeah. also a pedophile. In the original ones, they didn't really go there with him. They just said he assaulted children. He he was a child murderer. Yeah. 
and that was kind of enough and he had a pervy thing but they went flat instead of doing a pretty interesting twist they said no nope, it, it's exactly what it was and i was like man you could have been so much more and then and then yeah. open ended like you know will there be a sequel probably and you know 10 years later there hasn't it or you know yeah uh there's probably gonna be a sequel but when it came out it just kind of got shat on so and again i know you didn't like jackie haley but i think that it's a shame because i could have seen him being the next freddy i think he really got ruined by the makeup yeah i'm saying him yeah. himself was fine yeah. but you know yes people make fun of the makeup and i just didn't like I, I just wish they could have been original with it yeah i see what you mean it would have been a way better storyline if they would have went that way with him being falsely accused so now that the one that everybody will agree on is out of the way we're gonna go into some iffy territory all right now number nine the lighthouse okay the lighthouse with willem dafoe and robert pattison now i can already hear people like already groaning and saying chris you just didn't get it was it too deep for you or something did you not understand the metaphor or the symbolism or the uh or the open-ended, like, did, did you not get it? No, I completely understood it. I maintain that a lot of people think that this movie is way deeper than it is. I I understand all of the the metaphors for isolation, the latent homosexuality. Yeah. I understand the going crazy and the Prometheus story al allegory at the end. I've, I've, that's all I used to read back in the day was mythology. So I understood all of the references and I think people, when people talk about this movie, they talk about it like it's this really super deep piece of cinema. I watch this movie and I'm like, you know, I just imagine the director filming these scenes and then going home, pleasuring himself, going, man, I am awesome. I am so deep. Well, it was and the same director that, uh, was it Robert Eggers that directed this movie? Is that who it was? Yeah. So I think he directed the the witch. And no, don't get me wrong. Now the movie I watched it was entertaining enough. I'll watch Willem Dafoe act crazy. I, you know I don't need to be persuaded to watch Willem Dafoe acting crazy. But you can have an open ending and not show what's in the lighthouse. That's fine. But I think the reason why it makes my list is just because I think that people, I think that people probably watch this movie and feel that they have to say that they like it. Or else people will say, oh, well, you just didn't get it. I'm like, no, I got it. I just I just don't think the movie is nearly as deep as you guys are making it out to be. All right, yeah, I, I can see that. So that so this is one of those instances where I could have just been like, yeah, the movie is all right. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it certainly wouldn't make my top 10 worst movies, but the ending specifically is what people talk about the most and the one that people defend and say, oh, man, you just you, you just don't understand you just don't you don't you don't get what the deep deep symbolic metaphors that are going on here well, i do but i'm just not pretentious about it yeah it's not as good as you think it is <laughs> i watched that with two other people and we all turned to each other at the end it was like all right i mean we get it right but that was kind of dumb <laughs> yeah so Lighthouse, sorry, you're on the list. Maybe I need to rewatch it again, but uh, no, it's just one of those movies that kind of benefited from like word of mouth. Everyone's saying, "Oh man, it's so great," and then not as good as people make it out to be. 
Number 8. Sweeney Todd. Now this one's a personal preference of mine. The movie is great. I love Sweeney Todd. I've never seen Sweeney Todd. Well, spoilers coming your way. That's fine. Sweeney Todd is one of my favorite musicals that I like. Yes, I like musicals. Come at me. Okay, um, musicals are great. I love musicals. And Sweeney Todd's one of my favorites. If I'm not mistaken, the bloodiest uh, show on Broadway. I think that was one of the titles it was given. Okay. And big shock, the reason why I don't like the ending is because of the kid. <laughs> the, the kid that kills Sweeney Todd. Toby. Damn kids. Screw Toby. And, and his name's Toby? His, his name is Toby, and he kills Sweeney at the very end. I won't, I won't go into any more reasons why and everything, but you, you'd still watch it. But I, And I know it serves the narrative. I know it's supposed to be what happened. But the entire time, I just kept watching it, and I go, screw this kid. He just killed the most interesting character in the entire movie. Oh, man. And... I, I didn't like him the second he was on screen, in all honesty. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like him the second that yeah. he was uh, pushing Mr. Pirelli's miracle elixir. <laughs> the wrong character died, in my opinion. Oh, man. And I think if you watch the movie, any of you who have seen the movie, look inside yourself. You know, the wrong character died. It should have been Toby. It, it, I, I know that he killed a serial killer, but come on now. Do you really want to live in a world where... Johnny Depp is the one who died, and Toby is around, like, still kicking. Not gonna lie, you keep saying Toby. For some reason, I keep picturing uh, Toby from The Office. Like, fuck that guy. It, it, I was gonna say, just as annoying if you were to ask Michael, you know, in Michael's opinion, but... <laughs> so, yeah. Right. That, that one's a personal thing, and it's All not right. because... I, I just said, that's a... That's, that's, that one's just for me. That was a personal yeah. one. Otherwise, <laughs> the, the movie is great. All right. What are we at? Number seven. Number seven. It Chapter 2. Okay. It Chapter 1 was great. The remake. Yeah. Everybody okay. unanimously agrees that the first one was pretty good. And I even somewhat enjoyed the second one. Um, not as much as the first, but there I did enjoy it. It has some weird parts in it, but certainly nothing to make it like a horrible movie, in my opinion. Until we get to the end, where this almighty god Pennywise is defeated by schoolyard insults. <laughs> He's yeah. been terrorizing this town for God knows how long. He's been around for centuries. And he's reduced to a whimpering, saggy, soggy-looking mess by schoolyard taunts from the Losers Club, which is really funny because for a, for, for a movie that supposedly has an anti-bullying message, the day was saved by bullying. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's your guys' lessons. Go out and start bullying people. We're supposed to feel. Yeah. We're supposed to be feeling bad about the Losers Club. They've always been bullied, whether it be by uh, their parents or by the actual bullies, uh, the racist bullies, and they defeat the big baddie by bullying them to death. Uh, it was so cringy to watch. I I couldn't believe that this almighty Pennywise monster. It, it has such a soft ego that schoolyard insults make some whimper in a corner and shrivel up and die. At least in the, <laughs> yeah. at least it, like in the original, they had a slingshot with, and they had a thing full of battery. This is battery acid, you slime, and a yeah. slingshot. I would have taken uh, that over, yeah. just insulting him to death. So that that had to that had to be on there just because. 
yeah, it was it had iffy moments throughout the movie, but once it got there, I was like, all right, let's uh, let's 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 just wrap this up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Not not a great ending. Let's wrap this up. I'm gonna go home. Yeah. Number five was that was that number six? Hold on, I think no, you're that, at number six. Oh, I'm mean, now that I'm at number, number seven. Yeah, oh, now I'm at number six. Yep. Um, I don't know if this. I guess this wouldn't be horror, but. It was made by M. Night Shyamalan, so I put it on there anyway, because he's usually associated with horror, and that would be Glass. Glass? Okay. When you when you, you, you build up this big fight between the Beast and Bruce Willis... Yeah. Only to have a... And even teased the idea of a fight atop of a giant skyscraper in the middle of the city, and then all you give us is... A little bit of a fight in front of the compound, and then Bruce Willis drowns in a puddle. <laughs> drowns oh. in a puddle. He was he was just fighting the beast in a giant pool full of water and was fine. But then Sarah Paulson comes out and just puts her puts her, f- her foot like right behind it and drowns him in a puddle. Screw you, movie. And yeah. then at the very end. Uh, what's what's Samuel Jackson's character's name supposed to be? Isaiah or something like that? But his name is Glass, basically. Yeah, Glass is the nickname. Yeah. They try to make Glass seem kind of heroic at the end because he exposed that there are there are actual super beings out there, and that was his plan all along. If you rewatch that ending, and it's happy music, like he was like the big hero of the thing, like oh he exposed that there are heroes out there. He also killed hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. Did you forget that he caused a train to uh, just crash as well as he's pretty much responsible for the beast being born who killed who knows how many people? And they're treating... You have Isaiah's mom sitting there like watching as everybody is like seeing the footage. Which, by the way, the footage that they uploaded... You could get some random YouTuber who could probably make those same kind of... That doesn't prove anything. Yeah. <laughs> that footage, I give me an afternoon, I could make better looking footage to make it look like somebody's super powered. Oh, he bent steel. Yeah, so do carnival freaks. Yeah. So what we were promised, and plus the buildup, and I'm just sitting here watching this movie like, uh, you know, you can't tease a more interesting sounding ending in your movie and then give us a subpar boring ending. Yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when it's building up to something big and it just falls flat. But they also told us, they also said flat out, oh, I think he's he's planning on doing this to top the skyscraper and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, that sounds pretty intense. No, just out front, out front in the yard. Yeah, he's going to drown in a puddle. He's drown in a puddle. So, yeah, glass, that was, that was... Yeah. That was a sigh. <laughs> All right, number five, Passengers. Uh-huh. But Chris, Passengers isn't a horror movie. Yes, it is. Rewatch the movie Passengers. That is a horror movie. Have you seen Passengers? Sounds familiar. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence in outer space. Oh, is that the one where he kind of wakes up early on his trip or whatever? If you say the plot of that movie to somebody, tell me that's not a horror movie. Chris Pratt alone going crazy f- through isolation. Yeah, that's Wakes rough. up, sta- stalks a woman who's cryogenically frozen or in suspended animation yeah. while she sleeps, and then wakes her up with no way of her going back and then Stockholms her, basically, into falling in love with him. It's li- I looked up I looked up the Wikipedia. That's 
That is listed as a sci-fi romance movie. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That is listed as that is a horror movie if I have ever heard one. Outer, yeah. you're outer sp- in outer space. You're alone. Is is that what it takes to be considered a romance movie? You have to force somebody to fall in love with you. That's like the movie 365 Days, where it's like I'm going to force yeah. you to love me, yeah. and woke her up in the middle of cryogenic sleep been stalking her and her like went through all of her private stuff while she was asleep um and then just basically sentenced her to death because she, yeah. there's a way to go back to cryogenic sleep yeah they're gonna die before yeah and the ending of this movie ends with i guess they she, she forgives them and they basically live out their life on this ship with all sorts of weird vegetation and animal life running around. Like, how did that happen? Um, and oh, I guess, I guess she, I guess, I guess she forgave him. That is, that's awful. It just, because I, I can think of a better way for it to have happened. You could have still had Jennifer Lawrence in the movie, but I think the movie would have been a lot better had he just fallen in love with this woman who, but never wakes her up. Yeah, kind of. Keep keeps him sane by like reading, listening to her diaries and stuff like that. Yeah. You could still ha- even have the uh, the big ship is about to crash or ship is about to yeah, you know malfunction. He saves the ship. He saves the, shi- yeah. he saves the ship, dies in the process, and then people wake up, none the wiser, other than they're like reviewing the footage and they're watching what happened. So basically, this guy saved their life. Oh. But you could have made a really cool isolation movie like that. And you could have still had Jennifer Lawrence, except for she would have just been there with uh, through uh, her video diaries. Yeah. You could have even had a uh, maybe a a hallucination scene or an imagination scene where he's daydreaming about it. But she finds out all of that and then they reconcile and then just live the rest of their days out on that ship like it's happily ever after. That's just that that, I, I couldn't get behind that ending. That just. She, she forgave him way too quickly. She shouldn't have forgiven him at all. <laughs> and I mean, but then she really doesn't have a choice. The only other person up with her, like... Yes, but even yeah. still, they did it, like, way too quickly. Yeah. Like, like that should have happened, like, years later. Uh, that she would even talk to him, like, years later. Yeah. But hey, you know, tra- you know the, the, the ship is about to crash. Nothing brings people together like tragedy, I guess. Guess so. Even, even Lawrence Fishburne... Um, try, tries to like tell her, "Hey, man, you know, I think you're being a little too hard on." Him. I'm like, "Screw you!" <laughs> for, for all you know, I could have. Yeah. For all you know, I could have a boyfriend or a husband <laughs> yeah. who's cryogenically frozen. What do you mean? Well, you know, a drowning man will do anything to save himself. So what? That's his problem. <laughs> the drowning man's problem. Uh, the drowning man's solution is to make somebody else drown with him. Guess so. So yes, I'm considering that movie a horror movie. All right, yeah, I'll accept it. Number four, Halloween Kills. Okay. The more I think about this movie, the more it kind of frustrates me. And I know we reviewed it. I like the ending. I don't. I thought it was a good ending. Yeah. I, really. The more and more I think about it, the more I don't. Because it just proves how dumb the people of Haddonfield are. This, The thing that's cool about Michael is that he's, he's supposed to be a killer that you never know where he is. He comes at you... He's he's a guy. He will he will come at you. He he's like a stealthy. He it doesn't it resorted to a street brawl in the end, which I don't think that 
Michael Myers movie should result in like a street brawl between like he turned it to John Wick at the end where he took on like 12 people at once. I still I can't believe that lady brought an iron. I don't think that that's the right tone for Michael Myers. It should he shouldn't be like taking on like 12 people at a time. That's not what makes him scary. What makes him scary is that he can stalk you. You don't know where and he just doesn't stop. Not look at me taking on 12 people at once kind of scary. And I I had issues you know, I had issues with the movie about how blatant their message was of, oh, we're, we've become the monsters. Yeah. Which I get it, but you didn't have to. I, I always hate it when a movie has to spell out its message to me as if I'm not smart yeah. enough. But the fact that these people who apparently have been living in fear of this man don't think to bring a gun or if they do bring a gun, they don't shoot him right away. They just they feel the need to get right up in his face to shoot him. Like, has no one gone to a range before? No one knows how to shoot? They were all chasing down the wrong guy in the hospital, but they'll take their turns trying to beat up Michael. Yeah, they, they're the all actual will- Michael, yeah. When it comes to the guy who was not even Michael Myers, they all bum-rushed the dude. An entire hospital full of people bum-rushed the dude. When you actually have Michael in front of you, one at a time, one at a time, kick him here, punch him here. Hit him with a rolling pin there. Should I shoot him from, you know, you have a gun. The point of a gun is to keep distance between yourself and the other person and injure them, not get up in their face so they can take the gun away from you. Yeah, that's that's my big issue is that it's like the people never learn. The people of Haddonfield are dumb enough to there was nobody to root for as 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 Michael's getting his ass beat. uh, I'm. I don't feel any, like, yeah, get him. You know what I mean? I did. I was like, yeah, kick his ass for Little John and Big John. <sighs> I would have rather... I, I would have rather Little John and Big John been there alive to join in the fight, but, you know... True, but, but yeah. Those are the inter- the, more, the more interesting people died, and the dummies stayed alive. Yeah. So, yeah, Halloween Kill, I, that, that ending just... just I, I, was, I was like, come on, you guys are this dumb for for people who are supposedly this terrified of this guy you're not uh, doing anything to self-preserve yourself well i mean it's not really the ending because it's only it's the middle movie of a trilogy so well it was the ending to that movie yeah all right so what what was that was that seven or, or wait no i was going i'm going uh, down so that would have been yeah what? four or three all right i think, I think was... that was i think that was four so now i'm at three all right <laughs> that'll be really funny if I'm not true because when I'm editing this I'll be like I skipped a whole number <laughs> three scary stories to tell in the dark okay oh that's a double that's on both your lists what uh, two movies that I've reviewed or that no we've scary reviewed? stories to tell in the dark was on hashtag uh, Chris hates kids and, and it made this list so for all the reasons that I had mentioned before <laughs> go back and listen to why I didn't like that but plus if you remember the ending, she's in a car with her dad and what's her name's friend's sister, and they're all driving off to God knows where, I guess to go look for her friends or a way for her friends to to, to find their friends to get back. Yeah. Um, first off, did you guys just kidnap your friend's sister? Because I'm fairly certain she has parents who's probably going to be wondering where her daughter is. <laughs> 
which didn't sit right with me. I'm like, did you just kidnap this sister? What 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 are you doing? Like, her folks are gonna be looking for her. And the dad, very quick to just kind of believe this daughter. Like, I, I guess I. I don't know. I I didn't yeah. like it. Open it left it open because you can tell that they wanted to make a second one. Yeah. And I don't think it needs a second one. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark isn't is not a franchise movie. It's it's not supposed to be a franchise type thing. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um. Now Goosebumps. I don't even think Goosebumps should have been either. No. You know, when you have a collection of stories. I don't think that you should be giving them like a main character because the the cool thing about like Goosebumps and Scary Stories Tell the Dark is that their stories different is different each time. They're all non-connecting stories. Yeah, like they're better off as like TV shows where each episode is a new story. Yeah, I, I think we different characters and different casts. I mentioned that it should have been a Netflix show. Yeah, and to to leave it open to be a franchise. Uh, or a possible franchise series is is not what the, the the source material needs to be, and leaving it open to like that just it made me uninterested. I didn't like the I didn't care for the characters anyway. So when I don't care about the characters, but it, it I'll put it like this one more thing. It got bogged down with too many subplots, like the bully and the kid dodging the draft and the little romance between those two and where are her friends now which all right stop stop you don't you're you're making this way too complicated than it needs to be it should just be a collection of stories exactly and that's why open-ended ending i didn't like i didn't care for it so it's not that the ending was necessarily the worst part of it it was just by that point i had already like checked out and it was just i didn't care pretty much all right yeah number two escape room okay i like escape room i like escape room yeah it's a good movie i enjoyed it the ending isn't i (laughs) this shady organization well first off you telling me that the architect of all this stuff is just going to be sitting there in the warehouse uh for any potential survivors to come out as if they're not going to be pissed and want to kill whoever's responsible. That is true. You're gonna, that makes no sense. You're gonna, you well, tell you him, you're telling me, you're telling me that they, as as sophisticated and scientifically advanced as this organization is, they're not going to have this guy like held up somewhere other than where this stuff is going down. Well, I think I saw this. They needed someone there. Because whoever won, they're just gonna kill anyways. Because they can't let anybody. Yeah, but even but uh, this, yeah. all right. So yeah, fine. We need somebody there to kill him. What's your method of killing this guy? Are you you know pop him a couple times in the dome? No, let's strangle him. Strangle him? Really? You're gonna you're gonna not just pop him in the dome to leave yourself wide open for some passerby or somebody to come and kill you instead? That was so stupid. Because. Well, first off, you're going to tell me you're going to trust, you're going to turn your back on the guy who's responsible for all this so he can come and strangle you from behind? You just went through God knows how many rooms, and then you just leave it up. And it's one of those magical organizations that, after they come back with the police, like, Everything's after gone. after 10 minutes, it only took 10 minutes to get rid of everything. What? Yeah, but what about the rooms that were that probably took 
months and months to build. Oh, they're gone. We have no idea where. Uh, that's how, that's how advanced this organization is that they can like make this entire building disappear. Yeah, that pissed me off. Like, how are you gonna get rid rid of a room filled with ice and water? And a and a and a giant upside down room, and a, yeah. and a different room that has been burnt to a crisp. And yeah, we just we just magically made it disappear, and. You know, at that point, I, you know, if I was the girl or the boy, I would have counted my blessings, not yeah. try to pursue this organization that obviously can make things happen. Yeah, I just have to admit the right people survive the movie. I'm not saying they didn't, but yeah. I'm just saying that ending was pretty dumb. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the second one yet. I haven't either. Yeah, but I just thought that ending was dumb. Like, you see, like just magically make everything disappear. And yeah. you're going to have your architect dude like sitting there waiting for them at the end and not like you should have had two burly men with uh, with pistols or uh, or silenced pistols to pop anybody who came out in the dome. Yeah, we don't want anybody, you know, figuring this out. Pop, pop, uh, not strangle the person, <laughs> strangle the person. Yeah. Uh, and let's just hope that they're not going to overpower you or that somebody else survived. Okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. So number one. Now again, these are in no particular order. So this one isn't necessarily the. Now, the thing about my top tens here, a lot of these yeah. I really enjoyed when I was going to see them. You'll notice, like we've got, you know, I said I enjoyed Tweeny Todd. I loved it. I really enjoyed Ip Chapter Two. Um, I've, you know, we reviewed Halloween Kills, and I said yeah. that I, I gave it a like a seventeen. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I liked it, but I'd say thinking about it now, more uh, about the ending and everything, it's probably gone down now to more like a fifteen. Okay. Uh, thinking about how that ending is, so number one for me, I'm gonna say Paranormal Activity. The first one. First one. Now, really. The, the reason why I say that, and it's all because of the advertising, because they gave away the ending in the trailer. Like I see what you mean. Yeah. That's now when I watched the trailer, a trailer's supposed to, you know, make you interested without telling you the whole thing. I knew the second I knew the second I saw it in the trailer, when that guy gets thrown into the camera, yeah. As I was watching it, I went, That's gonna be the ending. Before I even went and saw the movie, I went, Okay. That's gonna be the ending. I know how it's going to end now. So that takes me out of the movie when I know because it's the same way with quarantine. You ever see the movie Quarantine? Yeah. Same thing when I saw the trailer for that and she's looking at the camera and then she gets dragged away screaming. I went, well, that's the ending. That's the ending, yeah. That's the ending right there. I don't know. That's why, all, yeah. Why should I bother watching the movie? I, I know how it's going to end now. Yeah. That's the – now, I, I went – I actually enjoy Paranormal Activity. In fact, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not scared by ghost, sto- uh, by ghost movies. Yeah. Um. Ghost movies are one of those things that I've never been scared by. Um, but what was hilarious is apparently the theater I went to, everybody there was. <laughs> so this this movie is credited for making people terrified of a moving blanket. The, the yeah. amount of people who freaked out when like they see just a tiny little blanket just move and just, lose you know. their shit. And that was more entertaining than anything is just yeah. um watching the people lose their mind over stuff that i think but it's also the fact that it was the uh low uh, budget the fact that it was i think it was made for like a thousand dollars 
Yeah, it's like a, I think it, I'll look up the budget now. It's like it's like a thousand or less well, or something like that. It wasn't a thousand. Um, it, was it was more than that, but it was like super cheap though. Yeah, but I like stories like that. I like stories of of you know uh, filmmakers who go out with like not a lot of money and it get huge returns. So I'm not knocking the movie for that. In fact, yeah. I, I I enjoyed watching it and. It's, but yeah. we're just talking about the ending, and the ending itself. There's nothing wrong with the only reason why I it's on that list of worst endings is because it spoiled it in the trailer. Yeah, and I get and I, I shouldn't be going into a movie knowing already how knowing how it's going to end because once it got to the very end and you started hearing him freak out and stuff like that, and I, I was like, all right gonna end with him getting thrown at the camera yeah all right why are we pretending like you didn't already show this to me so it's unfortunate but marketing and advertising plays a lot and plays a big part into my enjoyment of the movie and if you tell me in this case what the ending is going to be or i can already tell that that's going to be the ending then it kind of ruins it for me because I'm just basically waiting until it gets there because I've, I've seen that shot in the movie and I'm like, all right, well that shot hasn't happened yet. So that's obviously going to be the last thing that happens. Yeah. I don't remember if it's the trailer or not. It showed his, like what his possessed wife being the one like throwing him. Yeah. So I, I, I saw it in the, tra- was in the trailer. I yeah. saw yeah, the, in the trailer, the, the last uh, scene, even in the trailer is you seeing the guy getting thrown to the camera. Yeah. So I go into that movie knowing okay, that scene is going to be in the movie and it hasn't happened yet and we're reaching about the hour and like 40 minute mark now. That's obviously going to be the final thing. For a movie like this, this is obviously going to be the final shot. Yeah. So, unfortunate, but you know what? That's that's, kind of ruins a movie for me because... Yeah, but with like found footage movies... Mm -hmm. That's especially with found footage. Yeah, most of the exciting stuff happens at the end. Because a lot of them are such like slow burns, mm-hmm. so they kind of have to show some of the end to get people excited. So, especially with found footage movies, don't give away too much. That because that's the whole point of found footage too is that you you don't want to give away. You're supposed to have a twist ending. Yeah. Supposed, well, you don't you don't necessarily have to have a twist ending for a found footage movie, but when you're working with a lot less uh, and you're not and you don't have like a big studio backing you. And you're, you know, gambling on this project that's, you know, that that's very low budget. You don't want to yeah, give too by much. By the away. way, the budget was uh, fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. All right. Well, still yeah. low. That's still really cheap for a movie. Um, you don't want to give away too much, and it pretty much gave away the the most important part in the yeah. trailers. So that's why it makes my list not. It's number one, but I, I'm certainly not saying it's the worst movie out of all these, but it, it just happens to land on that. And that's my top ten worst endings in horror movies. It's right. a pretty solid list there. Yeah, and uh, stuff that, you know, not not necessarily a list that I think people would have necessarily thought because a lot of these are pretty decent movies. Yeah. But for one reason or another, you know, the ending just didn't work for me for a lot of these. And, right. uh but yeah, I'm sure. But that's not to say they're not good movies. A lot there are far worse movies than these. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for sitting and listening to me bitch and moan about 
otherwise good movies. <laughs> Another good episode of Hashtag Chris Hates. I believe um, your next next is you bringing a little bit of optimism back. So yeah. you're going to be My doing your top, top 10 body horror coming up soon, aren't you? Yeah, that is going to be coming soon. Do you have your list all together? No. I'm looking into it, you know, watching some films. I didn't realize the thing was considered body horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's any any movie in which the per, uh, it takes, like, the human body and just makes it grotesque in some way. Yeah. And uh, do you have my next hashtag? Hashtag Chris Hates? Uh, thinking about it? Yes, here it is. Hashtag Chris Hates Remakes. Chris Hates Remakes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can I can do that. I yeah. I'm sure I can I'm sure I can uh go into the annals and and figure out what I would have rather I hate being consi- I I'm not necessarily a purist, but I, Chris Chris hates cash grabs. Yeah. I mean there's sometimes where I like the remake better than the original. I'll tell you what already. Uh one of the things that made my uh, it's going to make the list is one that I already talked about today. Okay. Which you already know. Yeah. Just because it could have been so much more. It could have been its own thing. Yeah. But, alright, I'll get started on that tonight. I'm sure I can drum up a a list. Nice list of uh, remakes. But, in between that, I believe we should be having one or two guests between this one and the next top ten. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Who can the listeners look forward to coming up within the next week or two? Well, we got... I don't know if we'll put out the episode of with the Brianna Morgan before we put this one out, but she'll be coming up. And then we got Mona Cabani. And then uh, in February, we also got uh, Haley Newland's going to be returning. Oh, Haley's coming back? Yeah, she's coming back. We might be having Tag come back on. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, and then we also have one for the Road podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, that that'll be fun. Scheduled? Be, yeah. That 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 one's that one should be pretty fun. Yeah. So and we, we should be and yeah. we should be appearing on a podcast ourselves coming up soon. Yeah, talking scary podcast. We should be working with them. I think that's going to be happening in March. Okay, so that's going to be something to look out for. A lot of fun stuff coming up. And as always, thank you everybody for sitting and listening to this guy bitch and moan about movies that are otherwise fine. <laughs> but you know what? If it exists, I'll find a reason to complain about it. And I just had fun listening to him, bitch. So have a good week, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.